0: Thank you for joining us at uh, Beerfish Fanatics. And this episode is actually brought to you by Whisker Seeker Tackle.
1: So make sure you guys go to WhiskerSeeker.com for all your catfishing
0: gear. Enjoy the episode, guys. This episode is brought to you by Kelowna Brewing Company. If you live in Eastern Iowa, make sure to swing by Kelowna Brewing Company's tap room. Amazing food and amazing craft beer. If you live in Central Iowa or in the Midwest, swing by your local supermarket and see if they carry the Kelowna Brewing Company line of beer. And also swing by your local restaurants, local bars. See if they have Kelowna Brewing Companies on tap. If not, make sure you guys request it. You, I kid you not, you won't regret that. Other than that, enjoy this episode, guys.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. I'll let you do it. All right. So, all right. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beer Fish Fanatics. This is Granny with Ma Fishing, Fishing. We have Kit with the Fishing Kit YouTube channel and today uh, we have a special guest because it's obviously getting cold well actually not really it's not getting too cold yet because this is December and it's 1560s here but uh, I'm pretty sure everybody has seen social media everybody's ready rock and roll for the ice season so uh, we figured what better you know way to to really you know get this episode going and uh, to have Mr. Barry oh shit <laughs> <laughs> Ch- Chavaria Chavaria
2: Chavaria correct be good enough, guys. Yeah, that oh, was, yeah. Ch- Chavarria, Chavarria. Uh, Jesus, oh. well, I mean,
0: So if you know, people are listening, like, dude, you got you, you butchered it. I go, yeah, he, he he corrected me literally thirty seconds ago, and I still butchered <laughs> it. But uh, we have Barry here. He's he's from Striker. and you know, uh, I I really wanted to get you on because um, obviously we have your guys' gear and stuff. So and then plus on top of that, you you're a senior product uh, design. Is it designer or engineer um, or?
2: Yeah, uh, product development manager. My my, my LinkedIn or uh, whatnot may not be updated. So, um, but yeah, I was uh, uh, I started at Striker uh, as a senior product developer and a few years in um, uh, kind of took over the management role of that, uh, of our PD department. So yeah, product development manager is my uh, technical role. So, Yeah, nice. you don't yeah. even look that old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit of a baby face. I don't know, but <laughs> uh,
0: quick shout out to our uh sponsor Kelowna brewing company today i'm doing the uh blue finweizen yeah bl- blueberry Hefeweizen ale uh it is 5.1 percent alcohol content um i just figured i'd drink this what do you got kit i'm gonna take it easy because we
1: we have a little ongoing bet between a group of us where um every week we bet a beer for our uh our um, football team to win and I lost <laughs> twice so I had to drink a full <laughs> beer before this but yeah anyways
0: that's why I'm going to take it easy a light lager from Kelowna classic nice and then Barry's a drinker thank goodness what do you got man
2: yeah I've got uh I've got a indeed brewing company the yamma jamma yamma jamma oh. so hmm. it's a a harvest ale Uh, I imagine it might be a seasonal beer around, uh, you know, maybe harvest time. Cool. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: that would make sense.
2: (laughs) You Iowa boys, (laughs) you Iowa boys definitely know, know the word harvest. So cheers,
0: cheers, 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 Barry. And then, uh, as Barry has mentioned, we are Iowa boys and he's a fellow (laughs) Iowan, correct?
2: That's correct. Yeah. Uh, grew up in Muscatine, Iowa. Um, and, uh, that's near Quad Cities If for those that I guess that don't know. So, Um, um, so the big thing is so this is
0: obviously uh are you gonna be up at the ice show at st paul by chance barry this coming up weekend
2: i will be uh i was actually i was down there for most of today uh setting up the booth and whatnot so cool. yeah
0: cool well we're we're actually gonna be heading up there but then uh the biggest thing is because um, i'm a really big hawkeye fan um so it's a big game obviously saturday so i just wanted to just kind of you know hit you up i I, i'm hoping that that's exactly exactly what i'm talking about so i don't know if you know any good hawkeye bars up there or let's go watch the game together if if you don't mind a bunch of two asian idiots or three asian idiots coming to hang hang out with you man
2: Plus me, big game big game big game saturday definitely Cool. um i'll be at the show so i won't be able to uh attend unfortunately but Um, we do like a team dinner afterwards and stuff like that to recap the show. Um, but yeah, if I, uh, if I do hear of anything, uh, as far as the Iowa bar, I'll let you know, I'm actually not familiar with one. So I'm, I'm sure there, I'm sure there is one though.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure you being up there, you thank Minnesota for last week anyways, because we wouldn't be going there if it wasn't for that. So. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> there you go, man. Yeah. All right, Enough football talk. Sorry, man. I just had to get it in because I know I, I, I figured you're a Hawkeye fan, you know, coming from Muscatine and everything. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, But if you don't mind, can you tell us a little bit about you and what you actually do uh, with Stryker and everything?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Like So uh, born and raised in Iowa. Uh, after school, I attended Northern Iowa for, um, uh, for my undergraduate and uh, moved out to Colorado after that, uh, just kind of a change of pace in life, change of scenery. Uh, moved out there with one of my best friends and uh, lived, out, lived out there for about eight and a half years uh, in Denver, Colorado. So, uh, and then uh, got recruited uh, to work back here in the cities. And uh, that didn't really pan out. And then um, kind of a word of mouth thing, uh, started at Stryker. Uh, So that's a little bit of history there uh, and where I've been. And uh, I've been with Stryker for about three and a half years now. And uh, I do all the product development uh, there. So, um, you know, coming up with new product ideas, kind of implementing those, um, you know, working with our suppliers, uh, both domestic and overseas and uh, kind of getting those created. Um, as you know, you said you had some of the gear, so what we do is apparel uh, mostly. Um, and so, yeah, going through the process of, of getting getting that product finalized and that's, you know, sampling and uh, testing and um, a lot goes into apparel, um, a lot more than, you know, you probably do or don't know, but uh, it's, uh, it's a fun job. Um, definitely love what I do. It's, it's pretty hard work at the end of the day and, uh, you know, very challenging, but, um, it doesn't, uh, doesn't feel like, uh, you know, like a job, uh, that you have to grind, you know, week in and week out. So, uh, pretty, bl- pretty blessed for that,
1: man. That sounds pretty awesome, man. Cause, uh, I feel like we talk to a lot of guys in the industry and they all love their jobs. Like me, I got a regular day job. I'm like, man, it's a uh, I gotta go to work tomorrow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> believe me i have some of those days um but you know when you when you when you get there and things start settling in it, it kind of goes away a little bit so there's good times and good things and bad things right with 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 any career so very true very true
1: so are you like designing like the ice suits and stuff too is that part of your uh, repertoire
2: yeah, uh, m- myself personally, I I can do a little bit on the design side. Uh, what we have, we have um, one person internally and then we also use a few uh, contract designers, um, one here in the Twin Cities and one actually in California uh, to do some of the more technical uh, stuff. And then uh, essentially my role is kind of taking those uh, drawings and then um, uh, building out uh, tech packs, which is essentially what goes uh, into the fit of, of any uh, apparel piece. And then uh, communicating though the designs. Uh, you know, I choose all the fabrics for the particular piece, if it's an ice suit or hoodie or, or whatever. Um, and uh, get those details corralled, uh, you know, figure out, uh, work with the factory on pricing, um, you know, uh, um, lead times on uh you know how long it would take to manufacture um so that's kind of part part of it it's really you know kind of the project management uh side of 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 uh our you know just apparel development Mm -hmm. um there's a lot to go a lot that goes into that i do a lot of the marketing uh stuff too whether it be um talking to some of our retailers or dealers throughout throughout uh the ice belt or um and uh you know Kind of talking about new product and uh, new product introductions, what we're doing, uh, where we're going, that type of thing. Um, come up with a lot of the, uh, uh, you know, the features and benefits that you would pop on any website and read. Um, read those. Um, some of the copy uh, that uh, that is there for the particular piece, why it's good. Um, what are the benefits? How it's gonna, how is it gonna help you in the field? Uh, those types of things. So a lot of behind the scenes stuff that, you know, from uh, putting, putting data into our computer system uh, and kind of managing that aspect, that's kind of the not so fun stuff, but (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, the testing part and the sampling and, um, you know, you get a sample from, uh, from a supplier. It's, you know, it's like Christmas, you know, several times a year, uh, which is pretty cool. Not a lot of people get to do that. So,
0: yeah. Feel free to send us any samples that you guys don't use i mean I, i'm just saying but so i mean we actually have a lot of listeners that are actually like down south and everything so in case they were wondering what yeah. the hell are they talking about so so just so everybody knows um i i mean i'll be honest i got into ice fishing like really hardcore approximately like you know eight years maybe no maybe about 10 years ago right and uh the thing was you know the these suits what are these suits like because i was talking to my brother-in-laws and you know back then you know it wasn't a huge huge thing and um but it's these what it is is like these snows or i guess you say ice fishing suits that float and w- were you guys the originals i don't know if you guys were or not but from my point of view i knew nobody had any suits that floated until my brother-in-law's like it's striker that was the only thing that i even knew about back then
2: yep yep pretty much pioneered the uh flotation assist uh suits in the ice fishing industry yep yep um Kind of a backstory. The owner um, actually started the uh, you know, snowmobiling is pretty big up here uh, in the north country. Um so started uh marketing that business to to that consumer um with a little bit of success and then transferred into you know more of a, a fishing brand. Uh, you know, this is this was years ago, but um fishing brand and then kind of grew it uh grassroots uh, that way. And uh um yeah I mean strikers really since about 2009 um we've been around so not a long time um still a family-owned business and uh and yeah kind of pioneered the the flotation suit so uh you know fishing on the ice is you know it can be safe uh you don't like to say it's safe at all just because uh you know at any you know you can't control uh, anything there. So at any moment you could fall through, but yeah. Uh, should you fall through, um, it's a little bit of a, kind of a, an insurance policy for yourself, um, safety factor uh, that, you know, as soon as you get in that water, uh, you're gonna pop right back up. And I don't know if any, you know, anybody listening has jumped into freezing cold water uh, at any time. Like you, you, your breath goes away, you know, you can't really function, you can't do anything. Uh, so with that little bit of, uh, the flotation aspect, keeping you at that top level of the water, it keeps you there because you know, you're, you're, you can't really control your body. So when you do come to, um, usually takes about, I don't know, 45 seconds, a minute. Uh, you kind of, you kind of get yourself back together and that's when you can, uh, um, you know, go ahead and get yourself out. So,
0: yeah. And, you know, I, I do want to, you know, say, the biggest thing was that was my thing. Cause I had when I first bought my suit, I had one daughter. Now I got four. It's crazy thinking about that now. But um it it was like you were just saying, it was just peace at mind. Like, okay, if shit were to happen. I mean, God forbid, I, I don't want it, you know, to fall in, but for for some stupid reason, I might as well invest in something that um if it gives me that, like you said, that split second that help save my own life to get back to my family, it was worth the investment to, to, to put into yep. the suit. So I think, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's crazy to see where the industry is right now to see how many companies are coming out with all their stuff. Um, I mean, yep. if, if you can get into it, what do you guys got coming up that may be new that you guys, you know that you can i guess disclose with us if you don't mind
2: yeah sure um yeah so i mean you talked you touched on the saint paul show uh coming up here uh you know in a couple days um and uh this year is is probably for striker probably one of the biggest uh, new product launch years that we've had uh, as a company um which definitely i had a a big hand in that, and uh, yes, it was a lot of work, um, but also, uh, you know, pretty, uh, pretty cool to see a lot of things things come to light. Uh, some things that we've been working on for a while. Um, we have uh, two brand new suits um, that we are um, have already uh, shipped this year. So, you know, if, if St. Paul shows the first time that some folks are going to see it, then you know that uh, they'll be there. Uh, we redesigned uh, one of our most popular suits, the Predator uh, suit for this year, uh, so that's new. Um, we added a few colorways in some of our um, existing suits, the Climate, um, added a colorway there and also our Trekker uh, series. Um, and then uh, youth, our youth uh, suits uh, got a few new colorways as well, um, a few uh, soft shell pieces. Uh, The Renegade pullover—that's pretty cool. Um, Definitely something to check out. And a lot of new hoodies and kind of logo wear, um, and some redesigns on some gloves too. So, uh, really, I mean, I don't want to get into each one, but a a lot of product. Uh, Best way to kind of see it is, yeah, if you get a chance to to come to the booth at at uh, St. Paul, uh, be happy to to walk you through some of that stuff, talk through some of the features um, and benefits, and and uh, you know why people are excited about it. So.
0: No, that's cool i'll be i'll be vlogging for my uh youtube channel so that's that'll be perfect you can kind of give give us the down low and we can take pictures and all that good stuff and that'll be kind of yeah that'd
2: be great yeah cool
1: so how do you guys come up like when with the idea of redesigning one of your uh um lines of uh apparel like do you i know there's a lot of i guess more competitors now when it comes to the float suits because uh, there's probably five off the top of my head because i'm I'm not gonna say everybody has float suits now but it wasn't like six years ago when it's basically you guys only so how do you yep. guys like decide like oh mate like you guys see something new come out hey we should probably redesign our stuff <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah no that's a no that's a great question um There's there's sort of a a product life cycle uh, to uh, a particular suit and or design. Um, You know, our our predator, for example, uh, had been around for for about three years, and uh, the same design. um, You know, same colorways. Uh, Great suit, like I mentioned. You know, one of our most popular. Uh, So the the at the end of the three year kind of product life cycle. you want to say maybe sales are like start to decline, but you see uh, kind of the excitement uh, start to decline on on a particular suit. And I'm just using Predator as, as an example. Um, so that's when, you know, you want to kind of, you know, apparel trends come really, really fast and, uh, you know, color trends come really, really fast. So uh, to try to keep up on those. And then also, you know, with Predator, for example, it's it's we we didn't want to change any of the kind of the guts of the product, right? The installation was perfect. Mm-hmm. The uh, flotation spec is perfect. Uh, a lot of the features that it already has is good, but you know how how can we make this visually better? Um, are there some trims that we can use that would improve um, the product? Which we implemented now. Trims, uh, if you don't know what that means. It's it you know trims can be from a D ring on uh, the particular item. Uh, could be a zipper could be a zipper polar could be thread color uh, that kind of thing so how can we uh, kind of uh, snaz up you know something that uh, has been in the market for three years uh, that people still like still love um, and uh, and just give it kind of a, a refresh look and i guess that's kind of how we approach it and you know we certainly listen to customers and uh, you know talk to customers at the office all the time that call in and have new product ideas or Hey, I, uh, you know, I've got the, I did this to my particular bib. I think you guys should, you know, I love those calls. Right. And uh, you know, at St. Paul, people come up all the time and, and, you know, with, Hey, I think you guys should do this. So that kind of thing, you know, we have pro staff all over um, the country really at this point. And uh, um, so we get their feedback on product. You know, those are the most hardcore users and, and typically have, you know, some of the best feedback uh because they're in their in their gear you know sometimes day in day out um you know if you're a guide or whatnot so um kind of corralling all that feedback and 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 dissecting it what's good you know what can we do what can we afford um uh on a particular garment and uh and and go about it that way yeah
0: yeah I guess my only thing with um my idea is like could you guys create one that's for short Asian people like stout? <laughs> because because I, I know it's kind of hard to fit everybody into it. i just like, I love your guys' suit. It's, it's, I mean, it's, this is the thing like the people who, you know, ice fish, they, they know. I mean, if you, if you've ever worn a, a striker, uh, I have the guardian, I had the bibs, I had the guardian and everything. And it's, yep, yep. I mean, it's so freaking warm. Um, it, it's unbelievable, but it, it, Just a little long because I'm short, I'm like five foot seven, six, maybe at best. I don't know on a good day. (laughs) My wife, my wife and I go, you know, we argue all the time about that. I'm five seven. She's like, no, you're not, but whatever. Anyways, um (laughs) stout. Yeah, yeah. I was just wondering if you can create a stout bib. The jacket's fine. Jacket size, everything. I love it, but it's just like the the bibs, like gosh, I'm like, damn, or I could just be taller. (laughs)
2: yeah yeah um no that's a good point you bring up um yeah certainly fit is you know one of the hardest things to try to uh when when designing a garment when getting the fit spec dialed in is is fitting as many people as possible um you know an extra large person is not going to be the same across the board and so you kind of kind of have to take the wins where you can and um, um do the best you can with regards to fit so uh on the short part though um being short part we do have uh all of our bibs now have an adjustable inseam so i'm I, i'm not sure if yours do um maybe they already are adjusted the full length i'm not sure yeah. but uh <laughs> <laughs> so so
0: just just to uh, give you a heads up yes they they do have them and i adjust okay. it and it's 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 better that because at the beginning i had no idea i'm like why the because my wife looked at me she's like dude you're like swimming in them and they're like super <laughs> long i'm like god there gotta be something right. I think I YouTubed it. I think you're right. I think I YouTubed yeah. it because there's yeah. a specific way to in, in fold it up and it buttons up. I'm like, yeah. holy shit. And it literally takes about three inches off. So, I mean, two or three inches off. So, it helped, helped me, but I'm still short. So it, But it was just, you know, I should have bought mediums. I shouldn't have bought large. That's my fault too, I guess. I see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. So, for, from medium to large, you know, there's, there's some increases in several areas. Uh, the inseam is one of those, um, mm-hmm. you know, leg width uh, thigh width, um, waist width, you know, stuff like that increase, uh, on a grade. And, uh, um, yeah, so medium, you know, maybe they were out of mediums at the time. I don't know, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, probably would have been a better fit. It would have been a little bit smaller. Uh, yeah. definitely.
0: That's, that's my fault on that end. So I was just, <laughs> I'm just griping on my idiotic picking the wrong size. So my bad,
1: <laughs> man, I was going to say I'm shorter than this guy and I didn't have that many problems, but really? I,
0: I think I got a medium.
1: I can't remember.
0: You sure? Go look. I bet you got a small, dude. Maybe. I don't remember. Probably small. <laughs> you were probably smart. You're like, yeah. Because they, I mean, and that's the, you no, know, this is the good thing about strikers that you guys run large, obviously a little bit bigger than normal. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing because I layer, the. you know, I layer my shit up. So everybody yep. does. Yep. And um, I think the biggest thing that I love about your guys' bibs, because, you know, I, I've had other bibs I tried it on, is that. It, it, it fits you just fine there's plenty of room in regards to when you, when when you layer up and everything and then um you're just comfortable super comfortable super warm that's that was my biggest thing It's like dude if you're going to be in minus 10 minus 20 degree weather and snow blizzard you want to be comfortable and i i still feel that your guys' suits um not just because you're here with us but honestly i really <laughs> do feel you guys' suits is actually probably one of the most comfortables i've ever tried on so
2: Yeah, yeah. Appreciate that for sure. Um, we try, I mean, it's, it's, I think we're different in in a way and probably, uh, successful in, in a way that we, we create the suits based on how people actually fish. Uh, so that's why we have multiple styles. You know, we don't just have one with a certain amount of insulation. This is for when it's, uh, nice and cool. Uh, you know, this one has a lot more insulation. This is for when it's really cold. Like we have, our predator for example is a perfect example it's like the perfect marriage of of warmth and but not too much warmth and that predator is for the active angler who is hole hopping all day uh drilling holes spending could be spending a minute at a hole you could be spending 15 minutes at a hole you know if you're seeing marks down there just depends so it's uh it's enough to when you slow down uh, it keeps the chill off uh but when you're moving a lot Uh, you're not overheating and, you know, sweating. And if you sweat in the cold and then you stop, that's when, uh, that's when you, that's when you feel it and you, you get really cold. So, um, and then the climate is, uh, climate is like our most versatile uh, suit. Uh, You can wear it multiple ways and multiple um, times of the year, uh, depending on the weather. Um, And then it's a three-in-one jacket. So, you can wear the, the soft shell by itself in the fall, in the spring or, you know, just around town if you want. And uh, or you can wear just the shell of the jacket uh, if it's if it's really, really nice and still have that flotation uh, piece uh, in the jacket. So in um, the bib, the climate bib has removable insulation. Um, you know, I know my uncle, for example, is a guy who he doesn't need a whole lot of, of heat. You know, he just <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> uh i wish i could be like that so he just wears uh just the you know takes the insulation out of the climate bib and that's like doesn't matter how cold it is that's what he's wearing and uh you know that's great but uh um yeah just a lot of our suits suit different ways to fish and i think that's why we 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 definitely have a a little advantage in in the apparel industry
1: yeah i'm just picturing your uncle as like a bigger guy because he doesn't need as much insulation
2: <laughs> uh yep yeah a little bit bigger guy
1: yep.
2: although yeah although he has lost some weight recently but yeah
1: oh that's good that's still good. Still, still still, yeah yeah um i have the predator suit actually I, I i think i have the first generation or maybe it's the second it's like uh it's all gray mostly gray it's kind of like one color I 't don't, I don't know if it's the first or second generation, but yeah like you said i I like hole hopping i i if I could fish outside all winter, I would try to, but you know there's those days where it gets super cold, and then I'll wear shorts underneath because yeah. i get I get super hot yeah. so once I hop in the tent I kind of take my bibs off and I'm fishing in shorts.
2: <laughs> yeah. There's uh there's a lot of, there's a lot of features that help uh with kind of ventilation. Um I you know if you have Gen 1 I I can't recall if that has uh a three-way zipper on the side. Uh but a three-way zipper is good. You know obviously you have the one down by your your boot uh that you can pull up. Uh, but there's also two up by your hip so you can take that one that's in the middle and drop it down to say your knee and then that opens up your bib, so you can vent out uh some of that warm air kind of in in your uh, uh around your legs and whatnot so um just a little tidbit information you know some people feels like i talk to somebody at the show every year and they're like yeah i just noticed that uh, uh i could do this with the zipper or this this you know this and that so it's kind of fun to, to hear those stories but
1: yeah see now, now you got me thinking like
2: can i do that
1: i think i do have the three-way zippers on them Dude, yeah
0: i'm, I'm yeah. telling you, kit i didn't know i could fold like he was telling the inseams it took me like <laughs> a year and a half i'm like god it's, i go there's got to be a way to shorten it somehow and then i freaking i i youtube it. i swear guy youtube did like son of a gun i'm like yeah it's, yep. it's, it's it's pretty cool to see um obviously you guys kind of thought ahead about, you know that you know when you guys were designing that so that's pretty cool so
2: <laughs> yeah Yeah, yeah, try to accommodate, um, you know, multiple heights as as best as possible. We kind of touched on the sizing aspect already. Uh, It's a, it's a very useful feature. Uh, A lot of people use it. Um, You know, all of our ice bibs have, uh, have that feature. And uh, it's just, it's a, it's a nice way to be able to fit more people and uh, get more people out on the ice. So.
1: So what suit do you wear normally? I mean, unless you have like the whole suite and you're like, okay, it is Thursday. I'm going to wear this, this one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do have a couple. Uh, I don't have all of our suits. Um, my, my, uh, my go-to is probably the climate uh, most of the time. Uh, just for, because of the versatile, the versatility of it. Early season, I don't necessarily need a jacket. I can rock a, a hoodie, uh, maybe a base layer under there and just wear the shell of the jacket. Uh, that'll kind of free up free me up a little bit. It won't be as hot. Um, you know, and then it kind of, uh, in terms of uh, warmth, maybe kind of mimics the predator a little bit at that point. Um, I like the the uh, I also have the hard water suit. and that is uh, kind of, you know, up until one of the new suits that we're launching this this year, you know kind of arguably our our warmest suit. Uh, it's got one hundred and fifty grams of, of fixed insulation. Uh, and the jacket, it has a fleece lining. So that adds a little bit more. Um, it's just a, uh, a little bit more durable in terms of fabric, uh, the shell fabric on the outside too. So I like that. And um, I don't know, just something something about that one that's just comfortable to me. But uh, yeah, so one of the new products that we are launching uh, this year that's pr- that's probably going to be my go-to from now on and for quite a while is, uh, is the Apex suit. Um, that is that is uh, brand new for this season. Uh, super pumped about it. And uh, essentially, what what we did was uh, this was a couple of years in the making. It was it was a project really by our owner. Uh, he just wanted, you know, I just you know, take the predator suit and everything about it. I just want you to make to make better and you know every aspect. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just I go okay. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's exactly what I did. I mean, you know, from the, from the shell material to the suspenders, uh, to the way the suspenders connect to the bib, to the amount of pockets, to the zippers that we used, um, uh, man, what else? The insulation, uh, that we used, uh, is totally new and, uh, has never been used in, in the ice industry before, um, you know, durability on the bibs got uh, a lot better, uh, so, it's pretty cool. Um, it's, a, it's a super lightweight uh, suit. So I kinda wanna compare it to the hard water here if I'm gonna kinda give you a little down low on, on some of the features. it to a hard water in terms of, uh, you know, maybe warmth rating, uh, but it's way, way lighter. And, uh, you know, I mentioned the durability, but, but way more durable. So the, the insulation that we used was, um, we used a prime loft gold with cross core. So Primaloft is, uh, I don't know if you guys have any apparel pieces with, with Primaloft insulation. So they kind of position themselves as a, as a premium uh, synthetic uh, insulation uh, brand. So, you know, they, they work with large apparel brands, you know, North Face, Columbia, uh, stuff like that on, on gear, um, insulated gear. Uh, so Primaloft Gold is their, uh, most, their premium uh, synthetic uh, in terms of warmth, uh, in terms of weight. Uh, so it's very, very soft, very flexible, very comfortable. Um, they have a, uh, their Primloff Gold with CrossCore as kind of like a, a little spinoff of Primloff Gold. Uh, that CrossCore piece is a, uh, a they, they fused a product called Aerogel with their uh, traditional synthetic insulation fibers. Okay. So Aerogel is a, is a product that was origi- originally developed uh, by NASA uh, for a lot of aeronautical applications. Uh, you know, think spacesuit deal. Um, you know, so it just has uh, incredible thermal uh, resistance, like a thermal, creates an incredible thermal barrier uh, for for hot or cold temperatures. Um, so, you know, if your insulation is inside of the jacket, you lay on top of the snow or the ice, uh, you know, more probably a cheap insulation, you'll be able to feel that cold kind of transferring uh, into your. Uh, through the garment into your body, uh, therefore making you cold. So what this is, is, is um, their gold, just being one of their premium synthetics, they fuse that aerogel uh, with those fibers and it, it created like a next level warmth. You know, a traditional way to make a jacket warmer, what do you do? You add insulation. Um, in this case, there, you don't add any, ins- any insulation but you get kind of double the warmth value of what, what, what you get uh, with the traditional, uh, the Primaloft Gold. So uh, I mentioned earlier, our hard water suit is 150 grams of insulation. Uh, the Apex suit is, has only 80 grams of insulation. So it's much lighter, it's much thinner, it's much more comfortable. You can move a lot better in it. And it's as warm, uh, if not warmer than uh, the hard water suit, uh, which is pretty cool. And it breathes a lot better too. So Primaloft, uh, essentially, you know, that's insulation is it's more premium, it's less dense, uh, breathes better than uh, you know, kind of a, a mimic uh, synthetic insulation or just kind of your general off-brand uh, synthetic insulation. Hmm.
1: Okay, yeah, I've seen I've seen videos of that aerogel stuff. Like they had a yep. cube of it in their hand. They were taking a torch to like the top of it. Yeah. So they're holding, yeah, they're holding the the cube of aerogel and like torching it. But then you know. Obviously, their hand wasn't getting hot. So
2: yeah, yeah, I think yeah. There's some there's some stuff on YouTube. Like the the Neil Grass Tyson guy uh, has a video on aerogel, and it's it's wild. Like it's it's the lightest known solid uh, on like known to man, the lightest known solid material on Earth. Wow. Uh, So it's I mean I, I you know I encourage people to do quick YouTube search and just watch watch the video. It's it's crazy looking looking. It's like clear or like translucent. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, I don't know how they fuse it with the insulation. I, you know, I don't really care, but,
0: uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) uh, it works, it works super well. Um, you know, we had days on the ice, uh, testing the apex suit and it was, it was cold. It, it started out in the morning, uh, when we got up to to head out, it was negative 30 and it didn't get up to, i think like negative eight was like the the warmest temperature this span i mean it was on it was like three or four days and uh i can generally say and i was surprised the people i was with were surprised too that we were able to fish all day outside and not have to go inside uh, to warm up or just you know be comfortable take a break like it's it was kind of you're wearing a a shelter on your back but it's you know the lightest lightest piece that we've ever created lightest and warmest piece that we've ever created so um pretty cool to have uh you know kind of a hand in that and, and getting that done but um really looking forward to to wearing that here uh this season and also you know like i said seasons to come so yeah no, I mean,
0: I think um, the way you explain that, it's pretty pretty accurate because uh, a lot of people who, who don't ice fish or they're just like, man, you guys are crazy. You guys are going to go ice fishing and, um, you know, it's cold, it's freezing. But, you know, what you just said is true because when you have these suits on, it's like you're, you're in a shack. It's, it's I mean, all you need to do is turn your back to the wind. And technically, you Mm -hmm. don't even feel anything. That's that's what I want people, uh, because I know a a lot of our listeners down south, or you know what, they don't listen to or they don't ice fish, obviously, but they're just you know wondering. It's like that's exactly all you really need to do. Like like Fishing Kid says, he he loves to run and gun, and all you need to do is technically just turn your back to the wind and you're fine. It's like, you just, you know, you're in your suit and you're completely blocked off from the elements. So, I mean, that, that's the cool thing about these, um, ice suits. And then on top of that, like you said, they float. So it can't go wrong.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I know. I love that. I love that. You do have some, some listeners from the South. Um, we do, we do sell a lot of insulated product to, you know, a lot of boat fishermen, uh, down in Texas, uh, Louisiana, um, Tennessee, uh, Alabama, uh, and, you know, they're buying our climate suit, or they're buying a uh, hardwater suit, you know, maybe they do take trips up north to come ice fishing, I'm not, I'm not sure, um, but at the same time, you know, 30 degrees here probably feels a lot different than 30 degrees, you know, down south, and, uh, you know, I think the apex suit is probably a perfect, uh, you know, if, if, if anglers, uh, you know, in the wintertime, uh, fall fishing, winter fishing down south, uh, the Apex is a great suit, you know, not only because it's lightweight, you're doing, you know, if you're bass fisherman, you do a lot of casting, uh, a lot of moving. Um, it's a great, great one to be warm in and, uh, you know, has that flotation feature. So, you know, should you fall out of the boat accidentally, you know, it's kind of the the peace of mind, like you said, Randy, mm-hmm. on, on knowing that you're going to float um, and, and be safe in, in many ways. So, um, not rain gear uh, by any means, but uh, definitely. Uh, some great insulated fishing
0: apparel. I cracked another beer guys. I don't know. You guys can if you want. I'm just I'm thirsty, man. I don't know. I just, shortly. <laughs> shortly. <laughs> um quick question. I just uh, I was just kind of thinking of my you know uh, my mind is that uh do boaters I mean can I see people who you know obviously fishing you know, on the boat and everything could it technically be used as um as a life jacket almost in a way? Yay, nay. Uh, uh nay. Um
2: right. I mean I I don't want to say nay. I mean, yes, it can be used uh, as a flotation assist uh, product. Uh, it's, it's not U.S. Coast Guard certified, so okay. cannot technically call it a life life preserver or life jacket. Yeah. Okay. Yep.
0: okay. No, I just wondered; I wasn't
1: sure on that. So, so what would make something U.S. Coast Guard certified?
2: Uh, you have to go through some testing to get that done, and uh, it has to meet certain criteria uh, in okay. terms of, flotation a lot of those are built up around kind of the upper chest and neck area so if you do fall out hit your head you're unconscious that's where the flotation part comes and protects you is keeping your it's focused on keeping your head above water Mm. where our suits are are mostly focused on keeping body uh above water so Mm. um not to say that it wouldn't i mean i don't know if you guys have ever just you could jump in in the summertime uh it's pretty cool (laughs) how the thing floats you Uh, and, and, you do say relatively safe, but, uh, yeah, it's a, there's a lot of testing criteria or consistent tra- testing criteria that you have to go to, uh, to get that, uh, uh, certification. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's, that's probably not like a huge priority for you guys anyway, I would think.
2: Um, not so much. I mean, not to, I wouldn't rule it out. as something that we could maybe offer in our product line in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some, some people, uh, you know, May only want to use one particular suit for many aspects, and and if they need it to be Coast Guard certified, or uh, you know, we get some first responder um, type folks that call in uh, looking for you know flotation uh, type jacket, a uh, bib or or whatnot, and and always ask you know is this Coast Guard certified? So there's not really anything out there um, in the in the bib. I know of a jacket uh, that there that was in the market not too long ago, but I don't think it's being made anymore. So Hmm. um so yeah in terms of fishing ice fishing apparel uh, i'm not i'm not aware of any uh coast guard certified uh, product gotcha
0: i've been um because i you know obviously everybody and has been hearing about you know supply chain issues and all that so i uh whenever i have you know people on uh in the industry especially ice fishing because you know everybody keeps saying buy your stuff now it's going to be gone whatever the case may be uh have you guys run into any supply chain issues or i mean what what are your thoughts on on that and and how is it affecting you guys at all or how are you guys doing on that
2: yeah short answer yes um we definitely have experienced some uh some delays um we're 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 doing really everything in our power to get product here as quickly as possible um uh, you know, to our, to our dealers, retailers across the country. And uh, um, yeah, I mean, we're kind of in the same boat with a lot of other brands, uh, not only in the fishing industry, but, you know, across the board uh, in, in a lot of industries. Um, uh, so yeah, we've seen a, a few delays. Um, we've, we've taken it upon ourselves and and spent some money to kind of air in some product and get it here to make sure some of, some of our customers do have uh, some product to sell. Uh, through in the season. Um, so you know, you know we, we value those relationships. so uh, we kind of do what we can to to um, make everything work. and um, yeah, we're still expecting product to come in. Uh, we do have quite a bit now in stock, um, pro- not of every style. Um, you know, some of the newer stuff uh, is gonna be a little bit later. Uh, so we brought in a little bit some of our newer um, suits. Uh, we have a new women's suit for example um as well as the apex suit and uh so yeah i say if you run across a particular item that you've been looking at or have seen online you've read about uh you you see your size and there's one left i would uh if i were you i would i kind of maybe bite the bullet and and go for it um because yeah and 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 i you know I'm, i'm i'm talking about uh, our striker apparel here. Now, this is this is really across the board from, you know, electronics to rods and reels. I, it just depends on, on on what it is. But, um, yeah, if you we had a lot of new a lot of new fishermen uh, this past year with COVID, uh, you know, so they're probably looking to maybe upgrade uh, a pair of gloves or or you know another jacket or something like that. Like I would uh, if you're looking. Looking for something? Looking for an upgrade, or just looking for something new? I I would definitely capitalize if I can.
0: Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, Since this is gonna air after the St. Paul Ice Show, um, are you guys gonna be running any deals? Cause I might need a new pair of gloves. <laughs> hey,
0: I, I, I'm not going to lie. I got four daughters and yeah, I, I got to be budget mind
2: friendly. So I'm, I'm with kid on here. <laughs> <laughs> deals. Yes. Everybody loves deals. I love deals. Um, so we uh, at striker, um, we will not be physically selling product at the show. However, oh. we will have uh, some dealers there. Um, So five dealers total that will be selling our product there Uh, and they they will have deals. Uh, What those deals are, uh, I think that varies by dealer um, and what their what their strategy is for their business. Uh, So there will be deals to have. Uh, I can tell you that we as Striker will be doing some giveaways uh, at the show. So, yes, if this is airing afterwards, it's not going to help much for those listening now. But yeah, right. uh, for, the, for the first time now uh, that didn't go to the show. <laughs> but um, yeah, for, those that, for those that are listening, yes, there will be some some giveaways, um, uh, you know, from hoodies to suits to, to gloves, hats and stuff like that. We'll, we'll be doing that. And I'm sure there'll be a lot more deals, not only at our booth, but at a lot of the other booths as well. So great place to uh, if you're on a budget if you happen to have four daughters, great place to, uh, to find some budget minded, uh, gear.
0: Awesome. <laughs> oh, this is cool. Cause hey, yeah. I mean, this, this this episode was going to release a little bit after the show, but it's going to help for next year. Cause everybody's going to be like, what I should have got a <laughs> great deal. Shit. Next year, you're hopefully attendance will increase. That's, that's, that's the idea, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Going, going back to the supply chain thing. I know, uh, I know a rep for Markham, and I've been looking at their underwater camera, The Pursuit. I I found a deal online, and I was asking him, because he's going to be at the show, too. I was like, hey, do you know if there's going to be any deals at the show for cameras? He's told me. um, He doesn't really know yet, because it was like Monday or something. But he told me, if you see something online, especially if it's on sale, it's probably smart to get it while you can, because he was saying even for their last show oh i don't know if i'm allowed to talk about it or not but uh (laughs) he was saying they were having you know a hard time filling an order for that show so he told me if you see something online and you can buy it uh it's probably a good idea to just get it right there because if you wait it might not be available
2: yep it's it's very true um it's kind of a, it, it, it's kind of a sad deal, um, you know, because we have so many new anglers and you know, that, you know, they want gear, you know, people want to upgrade their gear too. Uh, you kind of want to make everybody happy, but yeah, like, like I said, we're, we're trying to do everything in our power. Uh, there's been a lot of things that have, that have happened in the supply chain deal that, that we just have no control over and you kind of just got to take a backseat and, and, uh, you know, when it comes, it comes kind of thing. And, uh, which is unfortunate and frustrating, uh, not only for us, but, you know, for people, people looking to, uh, uh, to get new gear, or upgrade gear for the, for the season. Um, so yeah, I get it. Um, there's been some things that I've wanted that I, that I haven't had to had the chance to get yet. So, um, with, with that said, though, I, I do think later in the season, you know, come January, um well heck that maybe that that might be when you guys be start to really get on ice in in iowa at least is January. (laughs) yeah (laughs) you're right especially with these temps right now so um i i think the the later in the year that goes that you might be surprised there might be some stuff around as well um but if you happen yeah if you happen to be fishing up uh in parts of the u.s that are that are froze over already then then um yeah if you see a deal I'd, i'd probably jump on it too (laughs)
0: let's talk about fishing man i mean so barry what what, i want to know what do you like to fish for do you prefer open water do you like ice fishing more what 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 is your go-to when it comes to fishing any specific species or
2: yeah that's a that's a great question um i i enjoy fishing period um my my if I had to choose one thing probably to do for the rest of my life, it'd probably be catching smallmouth bass, hmm. uh, and, and that's probably more more or less in the summertime. Um, not a big, not a big uh, target species on the ice, but uh, just yeah, something about it is just gets me happy and excited for uh, 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 you know hooking into one of those. So uh, that's 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 probably my favorite species to fish for. Um, I like, I like, I'm more of a catch and release angler. Um, when, I, when I do want to keep some fish, you know, I kind of go the pan out uh probably crappie, perch, or probably like the two, uh, top for, uh, if I want to keep some flays and take home. Um, yeah, most, most fishing I do is catch and release really no matter the species. Um, so biggest thing for me is working in the fishing industry. I, I don't get a fish much and it kind of stinks. <laughs> so if I wanted, yeah if I had to do anything it'd be try to get out more uh, and enjoy it more. Um you know, there's there's a part of it that that comes with product testing, you know, that kind of makes you get out in the field which is which is fine. Uh, but but just being out there more is is something that I, I probably need to work on a little bit but um yeah.
0: It's funny you say that because uh we we had uh, we had a thane from um, clam and we had Matt from Vexlar. And that's exactly okay, yeah. the same thing they said. They go, we love fishing, <laughs> they love fishing, but being in this industry, they go, Yeah, it's a great thing, but yeah, they just don't get to fish as much because you guys are just busy, you know, working.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're they're not lying either. I can promise you. <laughs>
0: Maybe I don't want to work at the fishing. Industry. <laughs> I, was <gonna> say, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that too, Ken. I was like, man, I mean, I get it. You guys are, you know, you guys are dealing with stuff all day, every day, but it's just like, man, we thought, cause a lot of people think like, if you're in the fishing industry, shit, that's all you're doing, man. You're just fishing, 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 or you're testing products <laughs> and you're fishing and you're testing products and you're fishing. That's it. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And you get paid for it. Right. <laughs>
2: there are, there are times where it's like that, but the majority of the time it's, it's, it's not, um, you kind of got to force yourself to, to get out a little bit more. Um, but yeah, it's not, yeah. If you're, if you're working in an industry, it's not necessarily, uh, you're, you're out fishing all the time. I wish it was that way. Definitely. But, (laughs) but it's not very true.
1: It doesn't ever make you hate fishing does it like they're like you just have a bad day at work like man i don't even want to think
2: about fishing <laughs> it's funny it's funny to say that uh i feel like if there's a day like that i like a buddy of mine we just be like all right let's just get out of the office we're going fishing like because because <laughs> that would cool you know cool us off and uh clear our head so and then we'll you know go back to the office the next day all right we know what has to be done or we know what the problem is let's just fix it and go so, you know, it's a little bit of maybe a therapy uh, uh, sometimes, too. I guess you can look at it that way. Okay. Yeah, but it, it never
1: gets to the point where just working with fishing stuff, it just makes you like, man, I don't want anything to do with fishing. I don't even want to go fishing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, yeah, for me, it's, it's uh, I, I love catching really any species. I don't have a, a, a you know, kind of a focus. Uh, you know, I'm not like strictly bass fisherman or, or strictly walleye guy, or musky guy, or whatnot, but uh, just like getting out there, enjoying nature. Um, if I'm able to catch fish, you know, we have good days, we have bad days. If I'm able to catch a couple of fish, you know, I can call that, chalk it up as a good day, and uh, and and be happy with that. So, yeah. You ever get it, back to um, back to Iowa to fish at all? Uh, not so much uh, anymore. A lot of my a lot of my times growing up as a kid was kind of farm, farm pond hopping around, mm-hmm. uh, definitely fish on the Mississippi River a little bit. Um, and then uh, throughout the uh, shoot, I think Lake Rathbun I've been fishing on before. Um, that's a little bit closer to you guys, but uh, mm-hmm. I am probably gonna set up a time to go fish Okaboji uh this winter. Okay. uh when it when when uh when they get ice so um yeah i may do that so i could be fishing iowa this season who knows
0: let us know i mean i i still have to i'm still looking to plan a uh, family trip to go to Okaboji this year take the kids they want to mm-hmm. go ice fishing and um actually more more i want to go ice fishing and take them along type of type of type of trip but we might yeah. grab a bunch of buddies and uh, we might go there. But no, let us know if um, you're going to be up there a specific day or time. But I think I'm looking to go up there. I don't know kid, if you want to go either in a January or late February, I'm thinking.
1: It don't matter to me, really, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't I don't have any obligations other than work. But there you go. <laughs> yeah.
2: How about uh, how about you guys? though? what's what's your, uh, you know style of fishing or or uh species that you like like to chase or or what what's what gets you going
0: um me personally i mean i okay i love catching a big crappie i love crappies i love eating crappies and i love fishing for crappies a big crappie I'm just a crappie guy, and I suck at it. That's a that's the sad thing. I I'm not I'm not very good at crappie fishing. He's weird, man. He, he's um, crappy, crappy. Yeah, I'm crappy. Yeah, crappy I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> crappy fisherman for crappies exactly. Uh, but other than that, I would say that, and then you know I love you know obviously like this guy. I love going after, um, the thing that in his picture over there. He can explain what do what do you like? cat- what do you fish for? Dad? Like, uh I like fish with stripes. So you know, we
1: got. Well, we got the hybrids down here in Iowa. Um, for those that don't know, the white bass, yellow bass are pretty fun too. They fight pretty yeah. good for their size. Have you ever caught a yellow bass? I don't think I have actually,
2: um, but I think Okaboji has uh, yellow bass, yep. white bass too. I think. But, yep. Yep. White but bass. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think um, I think the record, the um, white bass record, was just caught there like two years ago at uh, Okaboji. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, let's see.
1: I like catfish. Catfish are pretty fun. I've been on a walleye kick. Usually during this time of year, I'm like, yeah, walleye, walleye, walleye is all on my mind. Same for the early, or I wouldn't even say early spring, like late winter, once the ice comes off, or once we can't ice fish anymore on our lakes, which is what, early March down here in Iowa, late February. like, okay, I can't ice fish. I'm going to go hit the river, catch walleyes. And, um, uh pan fish are okay if I want to eat fish or if I need bait for catfish, I'll go pan fishing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I pretty much fish for everything. Except for like your largemouth bass, I guess. I think small are cool though.
2: It's, it's a fun fish. I mean the the fight, they just never give up. Uh they're mean. They are just mean fish. Yeah. Uh, especially when they get on on a bed too. I mean, you could throw you could throw a beer can into the bed and they'd probably eat it they'd they'd swipe at it try to get it out of the bed like they are they are just mean and uh yeah it's fun they you know travel in schools and you know wolf packs i like to say and it's just yeah it's usually where there's one there's a lot more and it's uh can be a good time
1: yeah we we don't we don't have a lot of small smallies here down in iowa i mean there's like certain stretches of the river and stuff but smallie fishing down here kind of
0: sucks yeah i that's the thing i i want to try to get better at it but like like kit said like we we don't have a, a majority of a small and then like i said i think it was at two, a week or two weeks ago i, I caught my pb a smallmouth here in Iowa and it was just a random I'm going after walleye it was you know yeah. and it was just yeah. a random hit and i was just like holy crap and you're right it doesn't stop I'm like what the heck was I'm like <laughs> this ain't a walleye man the way it was fighting I was like at first I was just like oh my god carp great another carp but it was just fighting and it was yeah it was probably uh, maybe about three and a half four four pound I think smally so for
2: Iowa I was like dude that's huge I was like what the yeah. heck yeah that's a good one definitely that's a good one
0: yeah, I need so, a how, do, how
1: does how uh, does Iowa fishing compare to where you're at now?
2: I just, I, I mean, it's, I would say it's a lot better up here. <laughs> <laughs> hey on, I, I just, you're I just, a Hawkeye man, <laughs> man. Barry. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, Iowa, right, Iowa, always, man. But
1: uh, I won't uh, disagree.
2: More, more, more options. I, I suppose more lakes. Uh, you know, maybe less pressure in some areas too. So, uh, I, you know, I. I don't know that. That's I haven't fished in Iowa in some time, so I guess i I couldn't really compare the two. But mm. I imagine if I had to ask, you know, somebody off the street if they'd rather fish in Minnesota or Wisconsin or fish in Iowa, you know, they they might they'd probably choose what further up north. I, I could be wrong. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think I think you're right in regards to the options. Yes, I mean, what well, land of ten thousand lakes. I mean. Yeah. The reason. But yeah, yeah we still yeah. see Minnesota license plates down here. I'm just saying again. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a certain uh subset of Minnesotans that come down here because uh we we don't have limits on like the white bass and stuff. So for a certain group of people, that's very appealing. I guess that's the one thing Iowa has over Minnesota. Oh, and we get we get and use three rods too. So I guess that's something we
0: got.
2: Uh, i see i see yeah gotcha
0: <laughs> makes a difference especially i think uh during the ice season it's gonna make a difference too if you can have three rods out right could, could you guys do that too in minnesota or no two in uh, two? minnesota okay. yeah
2: yeah two just
1: just just for ice fishing though right correct yep yeah yep. but open water
2: is just one open water i believe is just one mm-hmm. uh it may sometimes depend on the body of water but i think it's just one yeah okay Man,
1: I don't know. If, I mean, it might sound weird, but I don't know if I just fish with one <laughs> one rod. I feel like I have to cast a, one random line out there just with some bait, just to, just a bonus fish. We,
0: that's exactly what he was doing today. We, we were fishing for walleyes <laughs> today, and, I, came, and I walked up to this guy. He's got a, a, a line out here, and he's just fishing. I'm like, we were fishing for a walleye, right? And then he's like, I, I wasn't sure if he's fishing for catfish or whatever, but he he's right. He's always got yeah. at least one extra line out.
1: Yeah. You never you never know what's gonna eat cut bait on the river. Very true. True. Yeah. Don't Actually know, cut a bonus bonus walleye on cut bait the other day. So hey, still walleye fishing.
2: You're, you're, incre- <laughs> you're increasing your chances with the extra line. Yeah. So I mean, yeah.
0: So I get that. No, I mean, I mean, I understand. Um I, I didn't I didn't know that that they had no extra line over there up there. Only I mean I knew they had it for ice. I didn't I didn't know that like open water, you guys could only use one. I didn't know that
2: yeah and it's hard to fish too on the ice like I, true usually one's a, like a dead stick that's just kind of hanging out uh next to you or or whatnot but um yeah it'd be it'd be pretty difficult to bring two fish up on uh through the ice probably been done before i'm sure many times but
1: oh man i i i'd use all three lines on the ice i got like you know i'll have a tip up or the um i fish pro or whatever yep and mm-hmm. then uh, I know jawjackers are illegal in Minnesota, but I'll have one of those like off, off in the distance somewhere, and then yeah. uh, you know,
0: then I'm jigging with one rod. Yeah, we're we're, we're lucky in Iowa. We're a little bit spoiled because, yeah, I got a bunch of jawjackers, uh, automatic fishermen's ready to go this year. So,
1: well, our fishing isn't as good, so we need as many rods as possible to help
0: <laughs> to help our odds. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Too funny. Dude, holy cow, we've been talking for almost an hour, man. So this is awesome, man. Just have uh amazing knowledge. And I can't wait to get up there. We'll get a chance to meet with you, Barry, uh face to face a little bit and just kind of you know talk a little bit, shoot, you know, shoot the fan and everything. Uh fishing. Kit, you got anything else for Barry before uh we let him go and see um, him on Saturday?
1: Okay. So I've I've been kind of asking a few of our guests this lately. Um, have you ever, ever had an incident when you ran into like some asshole fisherman? Do you, can you think of an incident? Uh, I'll share, I, I I could go first. Okay, okay, okay. So I was fishing down at this, uh, below one of the spillways in Iowa. It's a uh, kind of a, a big deal in Iowa to fish below a spillway because there isn't that many places to fish. <laughs> so, uh, I wasn't even really catching fish, maybe caught. Uh, one or two fish and then these two guys like stood like behind me casting over my head and i'm not really confrontational so okay they're not they're really not getting in my way even though they're basically casting over my head and then this this one guy he crosses my line i was like all right i've had it i was like dude you just crossed my line like you're standing behind me throwing over my head like, come on, man! What's the deal? And I mean, he he was apologetic, so it, I didn't like fight him or anything over it. <laughs> so, but he kind of but, backed off. But I was like, come
2: on, dude! So, so he was apologetic, but he was literally casting over your head, like yeah. from behind you, right? <laughs> yeah, like,
1: oh, 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 sorry! Like, like he didn't know. Like, oh, come on, man! There was two of them too. yeah
2: that's just I don't know that's just rude
1: yeah
2: uh rude people are tough to deal with for sure uh I honestly I can't I can't really recall a time off the top of my head where where I ran into you know just a jerk uh I know it happens um I know you know I know of guides fishing I know of people like watching the guide put the boat in the water and then also following the guide out to the guide spot or oh. one of the spots, you know, like that happens a lot. And, I, but personally, I, I guess I really haven't had anything like that happen before. I'm oh, with you. you. <laughs> You're lucky. You're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> haven't had anything yet. I probably is how I re- should rephrase that.
1: <laughs> Knock on wood. Now you don't have anything Gord's
0: um oh, I, I maybe
1: actually i feel like you would be the jerk fisherman
0: <laughs> thanks man
1: <laughs> <laughs> actually but yeah no. it never happens
0: to me but i i was casting over this one dude this one time <laughs> hold on man you might be right but I, no i don't do that i don't <laughs> cast over people's heads but I, shit i don't know man it's for another story another day <laughs> but um it happens man but I honestly I don't run into many people either dude I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you on that one Barry I, I don't I ha- I think fishermen most likely at least a good percentage of them are pretty good people pretty nice people um the fishing communities for the most part pretty awesome yeah yeah uh, I,
2: would, I would agree yeah
0: I mean because yeah. you know technically you're, you're going out there just indoor enjoying the outdoors and just it's a stress reliever I mean for most I mean that's how I feel it is so Hopefully most of them, but then you know you're you're gonna run into those a few of those who are like this is my spot or you know, get then you got social media, social media amp amplifies you know how that everything, goes. everything <laughs> it surely yeah, does, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But um um to quote uh Kevin over at uh Rod and Rivet, uh he was more talking about fly fishermen, but I'll just say fishermen in general, like this guy fishes, he might be an asshole, but at least there's something redeemable about him because he likes to go fishing. <laughs> Very
0: true. No, I was going to say,
2: generally speaking, like I, if I see somebody in a spot and I was going to fish there, I was like, okay, well, they're fishing there. So I'm going to go to another spot. Like that's just how I'm wired and and that's what I do. So uh, yeah, let them enjoy it. And if they're gone, I, you know, maybe I'll go back. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I'd say generally the community is, is, pretty good about just being fair and uh enjoying being outside and being able to be fish you know be fishing in general so exactly
0: just fishing man at the end of the day guys <laughs> especially i still look at i, I still see it on social media man it, it's people are just ruthless like i i understand the keyboard warrior aspect holy cow it's just like unbelievable go figure yeah. man but yeah other than that man okay you got anything else for uh barry Uh,
1: Yeah, Barry, so if our audience wants to reach out to you, or I guess, or Stryker even, how
2: how can they do that? Yeah, um, uh, strikerbrands.com is our website. Uh, We talked a lot about ice fishing uh, today, just because that's kind of what's going on. But we also uh, make rain gear and also spring, summer apparel, um, and then kind of some, you know, some Soft shell uh, jacket items or or products that would be more like three season two. So, we don't really cater to uh, the ice fishermen. Um, A lot of our pro staff like to fish year round. So, a handful of years ago, we got into, um, you know, call it open water uh, summer fishing as well. So, um, uh, yeah, check out our website. And uh, if you have any questions, you know, there's, there's a, a link to a email our customer service team or, and it can get back to me in some way too. Uh, if you happen to be at St. Paul, uh, even though you're hearing this now, heck uh, stop by the booth and uh, say hello. Um, but yeah, look forward to meeting you two definitely in person. So. Sounds
0: good, Barry. Thank you so much. And then um, I just, you know, that just means you get come back on and we'll just talk about open water stuff, you know, next time. And uh, a little bit about the raincoats. I I was actually kind of looking down that website, like, man, they got some pretty legit rain jackets, man. I might have to cop some of those, but no, um, thank you so much for, you know, just joining us here, spending your time with us, having a beer too. And um, no, I actually learned a lot in regards to the the suit and, you know, the processes, what you guys go through and everything. So it's kind of cool. I'm pretty sure our, our audience are, you know, obviously, everybody's psyched you know everybody's excited for the ice season and can't wait to see uh, i can't wait to be up there to, to, to kind of meet you and then just kind of see what kind of products you guys got coming and um you know like i said thank you so much for joining us can't you know can't wait man i can't wait i can't wait to go up to i'm excited this is the first time for us to be up at the saint paul show so we're yeah. excited well so we'll see
2: you, uh we'll see you saturday then yeah yep, yep we'll, we'll be up there
0: saturday um we'll see we'll be up there sunday depends um it depends on how crazy my kids are, because when the boss lady says, get your ass back home, then I might have to leave <laughs> a little bit early Sunday. But if if I get no comments, if they're amazing angels, then I might stay a little bit longer on Sunday. Yep. We'll, we'll see if I can squeeze out a few more deals or something like that.
2: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> cool.
0: So other yeah. than that, man, thank you so much, Barry. Appreciate your time, brother.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me on. Appreciate you guys.
0: Yep, thanks for coming.